Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. We talk to them about what tech they're using, how they promote their personal brands, and a little bit about origin story. Today, I am very excited to let you all know that it is our one year anniversary. So today is Halloween and we launched last year uh, during Halloween uh, from New Orleans. And so we thought in order to celebrate, that we would do a little podcast about what has been going on for the past year, what technology we use, and also a little bit about the Work It 2019 podcast festival that we attended in Los Angeles at the Ace Hotel. So my special guest today is none other than Annalise Sexton, who is the producer of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. Hello. Hi, Annalise. Hello. (laughs) How are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. It's weird being on the other end of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, so she uh, obviously takes care of uh, the whole back end. Maybe not obviously to you, but obviously to me she does. And so she uh, works on all the audio and we do all the you know social media and all of that stuff together. So um, Annalise was down here in L.A. with me and we went to that wonderful festival. And Annalise, where are you coming to us today from? I'm up in uh, the North Bay in Alameda, California. Yeah, awesome. It's a little island off of Oakland. <laughs> yep. Annalise, do you want to just give it a little bit more of an introduction to who you are and what you do uh, for both Creative Maven and Mavens Do It Better? Uh, yeah. So um, I am a fine art major turned digital marketer. Um, I, for Maven and Maven's Do It Better, I've been working with Heather for a number of years, started out just doing social media, moved on to the full gamut of digital marketing and graphic design, and you know, just kind of helping get her voice out there and her companies out there. Uh, yeah, just kind of, <laughs> I think my title now is digital marketing strategist. Yes, so. it is officially um, for sure. Yeah. And don't let her fool you. Annalise pulls all of the levers and buttons behind the scenes and I couldn't do things without her. So you are <laughs> like gold, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Awesome. So, uh, so yeah, so we went to that work at podcast festival. Um, I think you and I both came out of that super jazzed and just excited. And you want to give everybody a little flavor of what you felt coming out of it? Well, the first bit was it was a women's uh, podcasting festival. Yes. And, you know, our current situation socially and politically, it's like it was really kind of amazing, empowering to hear everyone's different story yeah. and how all these people are just going out there and telling their story and not getting stopped, you yeah. know, by you know, whatever they call it, the glass ceiling and all of that. So it was really that community that kind of like, we're, you know, strong, independent, and you're going to hear our voices. And I, I just really appreciated that. Yeah. I think uh, another thing was like understanding the podcast industry more because, you know, as you know, we both got into this, you know, kind of totally grounds and just yep. jumped in. And if you started listening to us at the beginning to now, it's 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 changed quite a bit. So yeah, just I think getting more tactical and more 
I don't know, like industry specific feedback from people doing different things yeah. in the podcast world. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The worker festival was for, it was uh, for women and non-binary and it was lovely. I mean, there were, I think 600, over 600 people attending mm-hmm. and they've had over 5,000 attend. Uh, the, the podcast festival has been going on for five years and yeah. And I, I agree with you completely. It was just to be surrounded in the company of just amazing women telling their stories. And um, you know, it, the, some of the stats that were just amazing where that you know there's 700,000 podcasts happening right now and and more coming online every day it kind of I think it, it used to be right that you would have a blog and right. yeah I think now it's you know people are turning to podcasts and what's great about that is that you know it's you know it, it also minimizes screen time <laughs> you know? totally well I mean and like the thing that I really love about listening to podcasts and like is that it is, it's almost like a silent disco because you yeah. put your headphones in and you hear the, whoever's talking, you hear their voice and it's like, it's very intimate to me. Yeah. Whereas like listening on the radio, it's, you know, some, you know, they, it's, it's a different situation. Yeah. Um, and that's what I appreciate about the podcast. Cause I really, I just like totally get more out of it information wise yeah. than I would do reading an article or watching a video because I don't get distracted. Yeah. I agree. And, you know, it's sort of podcasts seems to me just like you're saying, it's kind of a lot of times, you know, you're usually alone. Right. And um, maybe while you're in your car or you're commuting or like laying in bed at night, you know what I mean? Like I listen to podcasts, you know, so it is fairly intimate and you do feel a different connection, I think, to the people you're listening to, especially, you know, people just you get to know them, I think, a little bit more as well. You know, you get to know that like they'll throw in a, a random fact or, you know, a story of their life or whatever in the middle of it. And you you really get a get a sort of that intimate, deep look into somebody's life that you don't normally get, you know, from reading it off the page. So, yeah. And uh, another interesting fact was that um, there were uh, it was I believe it's 29 million episodes um, in this last year. And that 53% of all of the podcasts listened to in the last six months were being listened to by women. Um, Just the facts and figures that were coming out from this just were astounding one. And, and then there's just the amazing people that were part of the festival um, from, you know, the opening panel with, you know, people in the industry who are producers and who have been doing this a really long time, you know, podcasts have been around I don't, I'm trying to figure I'm trying to remember what was a first podcast. I, I, I think that, I mean, it was really came, I mean, pop, popular culture kind of grabbed onto it with cereal. I yeah. think it was the first yeah. that kind of yep. made it. Yep. I agree with uh, you. To yeah. a larger audience. Mm-hmm. And, but know, yeah, it's definitely, it's a new media yeah. for sure. And that was one of the big talking points from these, you know, especially that opening panel is like, this is new and this is, you know, we make it what we want to want it to be. Yeah, absolutely. It was, um, so the, the, one of the figures was that it's been about 15 years, believe it or not. Um, but really the last five have been the, you know, surge of podcasts in the market. And yeah, it was really interesting to hear from, you know, there's, you know, uh, lots of podcasts like serial, of course, and what is it? Death, sex and money. And, there's some that have been around, you know, a long time um, that just have millions of listeners, you know, mm-hmm. millions of downloads. Um, and I think, you know, what was cool about the event 
so many things, but um, we had, there was a live main, there was a main stage and then there was a, um, another uh, track that you could go to. And there was um, a couple, it was just, you know, some of the titles were, you know, podcasting for disability justice, how to make your podcast more accessible. Um, Internet is for pods, web strategy for audience growth, um, you know, top 10 mistakes freelancers make and how to avoid them. I loved that session. I thought that was fantastic. And it was not just about podcasting, but it was about how to run your own business as well. Um, right. And represent yourself. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, personal brand comes into play here a great deal. You know, it's, it's, you know, I, I've had people say, I want to do a podcast. What do I do? You know? Um, and I, I, I was it, I think it was nine months that we played around wasn't it? Yeah. I think for the ideation. Yeah, totally. It was kind of, you're like, I want to start a podcast. And I'm like, I have no idea what we're doing. Let's do it. <laughs> and we just kind of, yeah, I think the first, the first, you know, 10 episodes or so yeah. were like just figuring it out technically and then figuring out what we want the show to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Annalise and I work really well digitally and and also artistically and you know working with another fine art major me having a theater major and you know being visual and her so we are we use pinterest boards um a lot uh it's how we iterated on the logo for mavens do it better and also for the new creative maven logo that came out so you know one of the things we do is you know we have an idea we talk about it and then my job is to go to pinterest and start making a board um and I love that you're adamant. A lookbook. Yeah, a lookbook, right? Um, and I think that's been really successful for us. Um, and then we usually, after we're done iterating on something, we usually share them. So our Pinterest boards are up under under Hedda Newman, um, and you can see those as well. That's kind of fun to how we kind of came up with that. And yeah, I, I saw so many friends doing podcasts, and I was like, you know what? I want to do that too. And I did some radio K-U-K-N, Cook and Country, and K-L-O-G <laughs> in uh, Kelso, Washington. So a shout out to that wonderful radio station that hired me during college, and I did a lot of their PSA work. Um, and so I thought, you know, let's do this. And so I got a, started off with a Zoom uh, HM1, and so that was the sort of the smaller baby Zoom, and started out with that, and Honestly, it was, I was so nervous about just, you know, recording and the wonderful Tracy O'Connell, um, who runs uh, and is the event producer for the European SharePoint Conference, which is coming up in Prague um, here in December, where I'm going to be speaking about uh, diversity and inclusion and women in tech. Um, we were at, I believe it was an Ignite, I think. And I was like, I'm starting a podcast. You're my first. I'm not sure what I'm doing here, but we'll do it. And that literally is the first one that's up on the Mavens Do It Better site. I don't know. And that one was in a expo hall too. So you had like audio. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yes, we've definitely <laughs> created a recording rules list to After make that. the audio engineer not cry. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, some things like, you know, uh, I do a lot of the podcast recordings. Um, I work from home. And so, you know, there we had some new rules come up, uh, like, please don't have the dryer on and buzz <laughs> in the background. Um, air conditioning units can be exciting. And I also have a squeaky chair that needs some WD-40. You know, so, it, you know, if you're listening, it's, it's, you know, there's lots of people that have very professional studios and they spend lots of money on this stuff. And that's great. You know, it's like whatever you could afford and all of that. But honestly, you know, you can start out with one handheld. There's some people that use, you know, their 
iPhones or smartphones and have apps that they record directly on as well. Um, but I've graduated to a Zoom H4n Pro. Um, hey, uh, let's let since we're talking about audio a little bit, um, will you talk about what we're using, what you're using to deal with the audio on the back end? What what technology we use? Uh, yeah. So we started out uh, per a recommendation from I think someone who had you knew who does a podcast to use the uh, Audacity program, and that's a free open source program that uh is really good for just like getting a start in editing like i had never edited audio before in my life and someone we downloaded the app and i'm like oh okay so it's like video except no pictures right like i can figure this out but then you know now i'm doing some training on adobe audition because i think i have a little bit more control and finesse Mm -hmm. with that program yep um, but definitely it's like a learning process because, you know, figuring out like, okay, is this, you know, stereo or mono or like how are we recording this and right. all this stuff is like, I think we we're getting there and every episode I feel like we're getting, I'm, I'm improving myself. I feel like yeah. I'm understanding it more. Yeah. And, I mean, I love learning new things and the internet is my favorite thing because it gives you basically all the knowledge to become. Yeah semi-expert in yeah, anything absolutely yeah and I know and, and I'm getting better at how I record when I record you know always sort of looking at improvements and I, I'll give a shout out I'm 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 almost certain that it was and I think it was like three or four people but it was Andrew Connell and uh Chris Johnson who do the MS Cloud podcast Jeremy Thake who has been recording podcasts for a long time it was Alistair Pugin who was talking to me about um their podcast that comes out of South Africa uh, two guys in SharePoint. So yeah, I think all of them at Christian Buckley, I think as well. So all of the, the, a lot of the guys in our industry have, were really, you know, as far as SharePoint and Microsoft and me being an MVP and all of that, um, they started that way early, you know, like they've been doing it a long time. And so they, I got to say, shout out to all you fellas who have been super duper helpful and always answering questions. I was just on the phone with Jason Himmelstein and, uh, talking to him about, uh, their, uh, bifocal podcast and we were talking about equipment and um, sharing some ideas you know that came out of the work at festival as well um, and yeah it's something that I also do folks is you know like I travel around a lot for my job I get to speak in a lot of awesome places and so I keep my zoom literally in my backpack with me um, and one of the one of my favorite interviews uh, was um, with Juan Carlos who is a flamenco guitarist who's in his 80s and he lives in Puerto Rico and he and San Juan and I happened to be in his restaurant one night, happened to watch him play and happened to have just my mind blown by the stories he was telling while he was speaking. And um, I asked him if I could podcast with him. And he was like, sure, love, absolutely. Come back tomorrow. End up being uh, taken downstairs into a basement, which I was like, uh, OK. And <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he was like, actually, this is the first bank that was outside, um, you know, the contiguous United States. It was the first bank, um, and it was the bank vault. And so it was a beautiful place to record because it was so cavernous. And um, I just ended up letting him talk for an hour because we usually try and keep these to like about a half hour or so. And, you know, when he's talking about Salvador Dali and playing at the White House and being on Ed Sullivan and just kept saying over and over again that life is a dream, I just... I was like, I, you, you can talk as long as you want, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think you could have done a whole season with him. 
yeah in that bank vault yeah the um, audio was the most gorgeous yeah absolutely and he's got such a delicious voice so um uh just yay thank you so it was so great and so you know i keep it on me um and you know i i i bought all these like microphones and all these cables and all this stuff and honestly, when I'm in person, um, I find that the Zoom, I can literally turn the record button on and I can set it between us as long as I'm in a, you know, fairly quiet space. And the audio is pretty good, you know, um, for those of you starting out, you know, I've I've bought some other things, you know, to lock into my computer to record audio. And I'm still just getting started with that. Um, uh, we were talking and Elise and I were talking the other day. I'm like, okay, what adapter do we need to get this thing into my <laughs> Surface Pro 6? <laughs> you know? um, so there's a lot of bells and whistles, but I think that you can also be minimal about it and have it, you know, actually be okay and, and um, be, be, a, be a good audio feed. Um, hey, Annalise, I know there's a few things that came up across, you know, we've had other, we've had listeners reach out and say, oh, I love the podcast, but um, I'm trying to think of those things. Uh one of them was about being able to download it from the website. Right. Yeah. And just, you know, figuring out like, okay, cause we host our, our podcast is hosted on the Squarespace, uh, Squarespace site. Yeah. And so not really being familiar is with, you know, podcasting in general is like we did at first, we didn't have the ability to download episodes. And then some, I think one of your friends said like, I really want to do that because I'm overseas. I don't have a great internet connection. Yeah. That was in India. And it's like, yeah. and then of course it's like, look, look up Squarespace help. And it's like, Oh yeah, there's a button that you just click. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Often you either turn it on or off or <laughs> <laughs> just click the button as they say. Yeah. So that was one. Um, also, uh, have had some folks talk about um, accessibility and, you know, the, there's people that, um, you know, can't listen. And so uh, there was, but there were folks that wanted to, to participate. And so we made sure that we are doing transcripts mm -hmm. of all of the episodes. Will you tell everybody about dealing and doing, working on that and what tech we use? Uh, so we use Temi. It's a, a web app that um, does, it's like basically 10 cents a minute AI audio transcription. Yeah. And it is, I would say of, you know, the ones that I tried out, it was the most successful AI one Yeah. in uh, getting the correct words, of course. And like the big thing for me is differentiate, like in the transcript, differentiating between the different voices, mm. different speakers, and right. I've been able to identify those. Yeah. And um, that was, that's my favorite bit. And their editing uh, interface is right. like, you can read along as, as it plays and do quick edits. And uh, awesome. I think to me, it's, it's, it's my favorite one. And okay. I think having transcripts to your podcast is so important and it's really not that much of a investment time or money wise if you use one of these services. I think that's an awesome ad. And I think so. And as far as so we host on Squarespace. So we have a website, uh, www.mavensdoitbetter.com. And so they go up there. Uh, we also, you know, since since Annalise is a digital marketing specialist, uh, we, we put everything <laughs> <laughs> up on social media, too. Um, and so, you know, we have uh, Mavens Do It Better Facebook page. We have uh, Mavens Do It Better, B-E-T-T-A, on Twitter and on Instagram because Mavens Do It Better is too long for a handle. So we had to shorten it um, with the better instead of better. 
Um, <laughs> and then uh, also on Twitter, the same. That's also just a tip as far as social media goes. If you can, at all possible, have your handles be the same across everything you do. Um, so yeah. when you're choosing, yeah, you found that too, Annalise, that sometimes you're like trying to find somebody, right? That... Yeah. And like, you know, you're going to get tagged more because people yeah. are like at, and they start typing it in and they'll remember your Twitter handle and, but they're on Facebook. So, yep. you know, if it's the same thing, it's going to show up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also, uh, post up on the Creative Maven YouTube channel. We put all of the, um, podcast up there as well. Will you talk about that process a little bit about pushing that and what it looks like? and all? Yeah. So I I think like, you know, and they did talk about this at the conference too. And I appreciate it. It's like, it's like get it out there in as many places and formats as possible. So one of the things that we do is we do create full episodes, um, that have, uh, full episode audiograms that go up on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so if someone is, you know, prefers YouTube, they can go and listen to it there. Um, we use this app that I absolutely love. It's it's very fun because, again, I'm a designer, visual person. So being able to create something visual, visual out of something that's completely audio, yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Um, it's called Headliner. Yeah. And they let you make little audiograms, which are little animation videos of your selected audio and you can do it for so at very full episodes or you can do snippets for like social media like instagram you can do like a one minute and you put a graphic up and i'll have the audio waveform it has transcripts that you can set up um yeah it makes it very easy to kind of you know draw people in in a different way that's super cool is that free or is there a charge for that one so we do the free plan because mm-hmm. i love free plans <laughs> Um, but uh, since I was an early adopter for them, they're offering me some good stuff. We should talk about that at some point. Okay. But, uh, yeah, they do have free plan. It's like 10, you can create 10 videos a month, I think. Okay. Which is kind of perfect for us. The speaking of 10 a month, you know, for Mavens Do It Better, we, you know, are either doing four or five depending on the month. Um, and we drop weeklies on Thursdays and, you know, I think in the beginning when I was like, I want to do this weekly, I don't know, what did you think? <laughs> well, I was so new to it. I was like, sure, why not? Like, we'll see. Um, yeah. Like, I can do anything. Yeah. Well, and that's your wonderful attitude. And I have the same one. So I was like, yeah, let's do it weekly, you know. Um, and But yeah, I have to say that, you know, it is something that I look forward to that I it is, it is one of the few things, there's a lot of things and, you know, we do a lot of scheduling. We create content marketing plans and, you know, uh, calendars and all that stuff. And that's something Annalise does not only for um, Creative Maven and, you know, but we do it for our clients, you know, so she's very involved with all of our clients as well. And so we create a lot of that stuff for people, you know, to get them organized. And one of the things we always say is like, don't boil the ocean, you know, that consistency is more important than frequent than volume, you know. Um, and so, you know, I was like, did we just take our own advice or not? I'm not sure, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we, you know, like you, sometimes you just gotta like jump in and try yeah. out what you want to do and yeah. like, can you do what you want to do or figure out how to be able to do what you want to do? Yeah. I don't think we're, boy- if it was like, you know, a two hour episode bi-weekly, yeah. you know, that yeah. would be. A little too much. I, sure. I would walk away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, and it's and it's been really fun. You know, people are like, how do you get your guests? And, you know, honestly, again, we were just figuring this out. You know, I knew that I wanted to call it Mavens Do It Better. I've always loved that T-shirt that Madonna wore that it said Italians Do It Better. And honestly, that's where it came from. Um, <laughs> and uh, Maven means expert. I got that from the book, um, The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell back in 2006 when I started Creative Maven. And I uh, thought it was just such a sexy, cool word. And I had already wanted to use the word creative in the title for my business. And so put them together and, you know, um, it's been, what, 13 years. And so in starting the podcast, I thought, you know what? Yeah, you know, experts do it better because they put in the time and the energy and passion and and the failures and the, you know, the, the trying to get past things that sometimes are hard. You know, it's like when you are striving to be expert at your field, I think you do it better. So um, that's kind of where that started. Um, yeah. And the, we, we, we also made a decision um, to drop uh, 10 episodes last year today on Halloween. Um, and I think those were, again, I think we kept everything I did for the nine months and used those 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 To, to get up when you first start publishing and get up on iTunes, I believe it is 10. You need to have uh, 10 episodes up there to get listed on the, on their um, Apple podcasts. So Ooh, yeah, let's yeah, talk about so that. It was yeah, yeah. several months in the making before we got the first uh started publishing the first episodes. Yeah. Will you tell everybody um, a little bit more about the Apple podcasts and then also all the other places we're on and why you chose that? I mean, iTunes, I, you know, uh, Apple podcasts is sort of the, you know, it's the grand grandparent. It's, it's the standard. Yeah. yeah. It's the standard. Um, and, and, it, and it's basically like a lot of the uh, smaller podcast uh, catchers, um, they pull from iTunes. So you don't, once you get up on iTunes, you're going to be in hundreds of other places automatically because they're pulling directly from there um the ones that don't is like google play and spotify who and pandora where they um you know obviously compete with apple yeah right and we're up on spotify how long was Mm -hmm. that process how long did that take do you remember spotify was pretty quick they were there i don't like the ui of their podcasts or central or whatever they call it but it was (laughs) i think it took just like from the point of submission i think we got uh, response within just a couple of days. Okay, cool. And then with Apple Podcasts as well, it's it's either five or ten. I can't remember. I I think you're right, but it yeah, it, it's it, somewhere in there. Yeah, and you also had to have a blog post, if I recall correctly. You had to have something written supporting it as well. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how about Stitcher? Stitcher, yeah, and we put it up there. I think because that one uh, that one's super fast, and they actually have a it's make it really really easy to get your, your uh, feed up there and to get all their promotional assets and all that stuff. So that's pretty fun too. Yep. And what, what RSS feed do we use? We, so initially started out using Squarespace automated, but then for analytics, I switched it over to FeedBurner from Google. Yep. It was just easier for me to pull information from yeah. them than from Squarespace analytics, which for a podcast or RSS feeds is, you know, it wasn't, you know, up to snuff. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Got it. And folks, you know, anytime you want to hear the like real deal talk about stuff, Annalise, I love how I'm going to say that you always are 
so you tell the truth about all of that stuff and I love it. <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's a great quality. Um, I also want to talk about analytics. So we talk about how we've been tracking and changes we've made and things that we're thinking about there. Yeah. So at first we didn't really do super tracking. Like we could pull it in from into Google analytics from the feed burner and all that stuff, but it's, I didn't understand the numbers. I didn't understand the metrics. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so earlier this year, I can't remember when I signed us up for the account that I cannot pronounce. Blueberry. Blueberry. It's, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even going to try to say that because it's not going to come out right. <laughs> but it's like blueberry without a lot of letter. E's. Yep. And uh, they had, you know, of course, it's a free pen because I love free internet things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically, we could put uh, episode tracking uh, link into our Squarespace posting. Yep. And that would give us uh, numbers for that uh, episode. And then when we were at the conference, talk, that people were, I think someone recommended to you Chartable, which mm-hmm. we then on the spot signed up for, yep. which is even more inclusive because now you, they can specify um, where the traffic is coming from and they can see like Spotify numbers, iTunes or Apple podcast numbers and get really drilled down into what things mean. Yep. But it's still, I'm still under, trying to understand the numbers. Yeah. Uh, Because with social media, it's like, I know what each of these, you know, things mean. But with podcasts, like, well, what is a download? And if you go and, you know, try to look up what the podcast metrics mean, every page is going to give you a different answer because it's so new. Yeah. So it's, it's something that's very hard to nail down. And it makes me uncomfortable because it doesn't give you the hard numbers that like social media or email marketing give you. So. Absolutely. And but it's something it's getting there apparently. So. Yeah. Some it's something everybody asks too, you know. When you yeah. say you have a podcast, people are like, Well, how many listeners do you have? And how many subscribers do you have? And how many blah, blah, blah. And it is I, I, it's a note to anybody out there who works on analytics or Power BI or other things like that. Like it's a it's an op- a little bit of an open market, I think, right now. Totally. If you could pull all that stuff together because you know, if it was something like a Google Analytics tag that, you know, you talk, you drop drop into a website, if you could figure out how to, like, combine it with the sort of top podcasting hosting agencies so that we all as podcasters could actually know those figures, um, there's a million-dollar idea for you um, <laughs> with 700,000 yeah. podcasts in the world. Um, and I think, you know, that was something else uh, that people talked about at WorkIt was um, now that podcasts are being viewed by advertisers – as a new medium, there's a lot of talk about um, the consolidation of podcasts, of podcasts that are out there, um, that are popular, um, that are niche, and all of that being pulled into other places to get produced. Um, and so, you know, Luminary recently came out, you know, Trevor Noah's on that and a few other people, and there's a paywall uh, similar to Medium where there's a paywall and some newspapers as well, right? So that you can, you know, read so many articles or listen to so many for free or have the free account. But then to get to that, you know, premium or prime content, um, you have to pay. And it was interesting. Uh, when Do you remember when, when everybody said who pays for podcasts? About <laughs> who raised, yeah. how many people raised their hands? Like none, like 10 out of 200. <laughs> yeah, know. it was kind of interesting. And, you know, and, and then it was would you and... You know, I think there were some more hands raised and stuff, but um, it's interesting thinking about, you know, this potential consolidation, potential paywalls. I don't know. I feel like as we've seen on 
you know, many places that, you know, uh, I, I don't know, there's certain things I pay for, like I pay for the New York Times and the LA Times, you know, um, I don't, there are things that you pay for. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I pay for Medium. I mean, like Netflix yeah. and Hulu and yeah, all that. Right. Watch my programs, but yep. um, but I think for like podcasts, for me, it's figuring out the monetization aspect yeah. is hard because if if it all goes, I mean, that's why I love what I love about Apple Podcasts is it's basically like the YouTube for podcasts. Yeah, totally. it's like anyone can put their podcasts up as long as you know. You it doesn't the break rules. their you yeah. know, terms of use or what are guidelines. Yep. Um, and I love that kind of independent spirit of getting you, a lot of voices. I know like a lot of people are down on YouTube because, you know, you got bots and you got people like influencing kids and, you know, but I think it just, and there's a lot of fodder. There's a lot of crap out there, but there's also some really amazing things that, you know, I, I, I prefer the free, yeah. you know, free the youtube model yeah in uh, just it keeping those pathways open yeah because like i think one of the ladies on one of the panels said that when you go into uh, a pot when you go talk to media people about podcasting it's still a room full of men yeah like so i think you know if we're going to like own this and, and change it and it's, it's kind of a different model, maybe. Yeah. I agree. Of monetization. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. Um, yeah. So, you know, folks, so as far as those who one, first of all, thank you so much for listening. Um, and it, it's been so fun to talk to people and, get feedback and hear comments. And, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten some really great ones that were about, you know, my daughter is a maven and she's awesome. And thank you so much. You know, I think we forget sometimes, you know, no matter who you are on what level you are, you know, like families listen and, you know, it's, it's a, it's just, it's fun. You know, um, I think that's been some of the, you know, the joy I've had with this and, and just, you know, connecting with people and, and I, sharing stories. You know, to me, this is all about, I love the origin story part of it. I always ask about that. Um, love asking about what sparks people, you know, what got them to be where they are today, person, place, or thing, or something. And they're always different. That's always the last question. Um, we got some really good feedback, too. One of the cool things at Work It was that we um, could sign up for a mentor and to, and to be a mentor. And so I signed up for both and, um, and we got assigned, um, two men mentees, uh, who we ended up having lunch with and, um, Nina and Pearl. So shout out to you. That was super fun. And then also, um, uh, we had an amazing conversation, uh, with a woman who is the, uh, LA times, uh, managing editor, one of them anyway. Um, and she, used to be uh also the um uh editor-in-chief sorry that's what i was thinking of um at slate magazine and her name is julia turner and uh she was awesome and you know you're always have a mentor you know no matter what level you are we all need that in our lives i find that my my father acts as that and many people in the community my mom you know and um julia was great and she listened to the podcast she checked out our stuff and she gave us some really great advice about you know, she's like, there's, a, she's like, Heather, you're, you know, you're a dynamic person, all of that. And, um, it's, 
you know, great that you're an interview. There's lots of podcasts though that are of somebody, somebody dynamic and interesting, you know, uh, interviewing somebody else, you know, there's a lot of those in the world. What makes your podcast different? What makes it special? I thought that was great advice. I think that was like, huh, because I, I she, I think she was the one who said in the panel that media is habit. Yeah, she did. And figuring out how to make your program a habit and like what what's going to draw people in, what's going to make them come back. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was one of those. She was saying um, to tag on to that. She said that you know you one of the things she said directly to us was that you know, like what you want is to be consistent, you know, and that, and that goes for all marketing in a way is that it's about consistency. And she's like, you know, if your um, listeners expect a certain thing and know what they get, and she's like, you drop on, you know, on a uh, once a week. So they know that she says they, you're, they go anywhere from, you know, 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Usually they know that um, she said, think about, you know, what are the questions you ask every time? and do that and be consistent about it. And she was like, who's your main audience? And I was like, well, you know, tech, cause that's been my background for the last, you know, 20 years, you know, obviously my family and friends. And, and I said, and, and we skew towards women, I think too. Um, and, and non-binary and the LGBTQ, cause I have many friends and, and many connections and work in diversity and inclusion in that way too. We have lots of wonderful men that listen as well. So Julia was saying, you know, to be, um, to, to give them same, the same things over and over again, you know, like, you know, you talk about technology, you talk about brand, you talk about, you know, this, the, the spark question is awesome. You talk about origin stories, you know, so just make sure you hit those every time. And then your audience knows what to expect. You know, another podcast that I really like, um, that I've been listening to recently is Donald Miller's, uh, building a story brand. And he, he has a similar, um, you know, how he lays things out. And that's one of the things that Annalise and I've talked about after the, the, the festival was, you know, how we lay things out. Do we make cuts? Um, how do we uh, just, you know, build that consistency in and ask the questions? And then you had some really good thoughts about that from, you know, and, and you can you can tell them some of the things you asked me to do because <laughs> I need to be better as a host. Big thing is when you know the audio has been interrupted. Yeah. It's given that pause a yeah. couple of seconds so that the editor can make it sound pretty. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's still part of the thing, even though you had to cut some things out. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just, and also like, you know, you're, you like you said, like you're, you have a theater background, so you're like a one take, yeah. like one and done, you know, like that, yep. you get one chance <laughs> and like now it's like, okay, well now we can, as we, we've progressed, yeah. you know, throughout the series is figuring out like, okay, so if we have these kind of our structure, it's like, can we mix things around? Can we ensure that we're highlighting the best of our guests by, you know, focusing and like, you know, you know, sometimes, and sometimes that means cutting things out and moving things around and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've had a couple of people ask me, they were like, you don't have, do you know my cuts? And I was like, no. And it is the theater training of like, you get one shot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um, that was kind of a big eye opener of like, oh yeah, right. We did, we made a couple of edits in a, um, in an, in a podcast a couple uh, weeks ago. And it was just because there was a big sort of gap and there was like a little bit of like, oh, ooh, uh, uh. and you know, I was like, oh, we should cut that out, you know? And, and it was like, I know that seems like it's silly that you, we wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, think that, but 
um, it kind of opened up a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's like you can record an hour long podcast yeah. and we'll take the best 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. You know? And lots of people do that, you know. Um, I know Mike uh, Glazer and, and Mary Jane Gibson are friends who do the Weed and Grub podcast. You know, I've done, I've been on their podcast and, you know, like listening to, you know, knowing what was recorded and then knowing what gets cut and, you know, into the actual um, episode. I was like, yeah, OK, interesting. You know, this is. But, you know, the, the other great thing is, is that, you know, we've been doing this a while and and, you know, some of them have been one shot you know, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. So you don't have to be super technical, making tons of cuts and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the sound is the biggest thing, obviously. Um, but you can be as minimal or as, um, I was going to say maximal, but I don't think that's a word um, <laughs> <laughs> as possible. Um, yeah. I mean, there's so many tools out there that yeah. it is, it, you, you know, like I could do a blog series on how to do it for basically free. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, completely. I mean, and, and pulling together just all the different things. And, and that's kind of why we wanted to do this is that, you know, we just we wanted to share things that, you know, we've tripped over and things that we figured out um, and things that we're, you know, still figuring out and we'll continue to figure out as this medium evolves um, and just becomes larger and, and more and more people are doing it. Um, but it's been it's been really fun. And I, you know, and I feel like you and I both have learned a ton <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. Um, yeah, and and it's been great. And and also, you know, a big thank you to all of our guests. Um, you know, there's some people that have, you know, it was their first podcast, which is really exciting. And you know, and and you know, I think no matter who you are, you know, some people are a little bit more introverted than the other uh, than others. And you know, it's been really fun. You know, also just making people feel comfortable. And I think that that shows in the podcast or that shows I guess in the podcasts you know just the comfortability of being able to talk about life and talk about you know stories and where people are from and I really I'm very moved by people sharing those things um, because sometimes it's very personal and I really appreciate that that you would share that with me and share that with our listeners it's it's really really fun really dig it so that's good um any other takeaways from the work at festival i'm trying to think of other are we just we we got b- bombarded and barraged by oh so, so much, much information and so much free coffee it was terrible <laughs> yes i highly recommend um the work at uh festival um i know that they'll do it again in 2020 and um it was just awesome and the, uh, the ace hotel was great and they you know did a lot of great uh, oh, actually, uh, we did see a, a live podcast be interviewed as oh, well. Oh, yes. Or that was really cool. Yes. Yeah, you want to talk about to that? Slay. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was – I'm a huge fan of Roxanne Gay, and to be able to see her in person, like, uh, that was awesome. Yeah. That's why, you know, I'm a big reader. I love listening to podcasts, and it's basically because I love hearing other people's stories. Yeah. Because, you know, your story, you can – get so caught up with it that you don't see anything outside of it. I think like that show just shares so many diverse stories, but then also creates a converse place for conversation about it. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And it's Roxanne Gay and Dr. Tressie McMillan. Um, they do the podcast together and it was just, it was cool. You know, it was, um, the, and, and the production of the whole th- darn thing was cool. You know, there was a yeah. huge stage, big screen, you know, everybody was sitting in comfy fires, you know, fireside chat chairs. And, um, and it was just great. And they had a bunch of guests on and, you know, hearing their story, 
Um, and here to slay is a black feminist podcast. Um, you know, and they do, they, they say that, you know, it's an intersectional perspective on celebrity culture, politics, life, love, all of that. And so, you know, it's a great one to follow. Um, and it's going to be on, uh, I believe it's on the luminary app as well. Yes. Um, Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And it's really funny, like brilliant women having great conversations. Yeah. And you, you hooked on to something that they said there and I, you know, that was like probably the best thing that I have ever heard is like, we sometimes have met men on our, as guests on our show, but they have to be truly exceptional men. And I was like, (laughs) I was like about to cry. I was like, this is brilliant. (laughs) Yes. Here's two exceptional men and women and everyone for sure. I did. Yeah. Exceptional people, exceptional humans, exceptional, exceptional humans for sure. Yeah. So it was just really fun y'all. So, you know, check out the work at podcast festival. Um, there's another one uh, that's called the Third Coast Festival that's in uh, Chicago. I know that's a really big one, too. Um, and just look out for, you know, local stuff. There's lots of meet meetups and, and that kind of things of people learning how to podcast and podcasting together and all of that. So um, definitely check that out. Um, we'd love for you to follow us. Um, and hopefully, if you're listening, you probably already are um, on all of our different, you know, social media channels. And um, if you have someone that you're like, oh, my gosh you should be on, you know, Mavens do it better. Please let us know. We've got a contact form on the website or just DM us and, and let us know. Um, we've had a, a, a handful of people come to us that way too. Um, you know, I don't know everybody that's been on the podcast personally. There's a lot of people that are friends and colleagues and family and that have been on, but, um, there's been, you know, almost a handful of folks that have, you know, heard the podcast and reached out and said, Hey, you know, I'm launching a book or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. Um, and, uh, talk to them a little bit and we've had them on. So, um, and that's, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Um, and talking about podcasts is one of the things that they were talking about is cross pod, um, interviews and that that's a really great way to get more followers is, you know, you interview somebody, um, who also has a podcast and they interview you. So you do a cross pod. That was a big takeaway too, about making sure you do that. Yeah, uh, definitely. Especially finding, you know, uh, podcasts that have a similar target audience, a similar audience size. It's yeah. like, that's, it's like a really easy thing to, yep. you know, get your voice out there and get, you know, your, your product out there while supporting someone else's at the same time. Yeah. Super complimentary too. Um, yeah. and, uh, the last sort of bit, um, before we sign out, cause we're going to have a little bit longer one than usual, but this is our anniversary first year special. So I think it's all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see where we get with the cuts. Yeah. Oh, I see. She's got the I, scissors I out. I am dreading having to edit this one. I'm like, oh my God, my voice. You're, oh, your voice is wonderful. Um, I know. But it's like, you know, that's that not being used to hearing my voice recorded is, yeah. you know, I'm just feeling like, right. oh, I got to find every error I made and try to edit it out. So this will come out in 2021. 20, <laughs> 21 minutes. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Another takeaway. um, Two things, two things. One, uh, quick talk about music. So um, uh, the music at the beginning of the show is by a wonderful fella, Jesse Case. And he uh, is one of uh, the main uh, music directors at uh, the Second City in Chicago. I got to him through 
Mary Jane and Mike of Weed and Grub. Um, he did their podcast music and I really liked it. And I was like, all right. Um, and, you know, and and I think, you know, we'll, as we continue, we'll be, you know, obviously using that beautiful music that Jesse Case created. And then I've had some other friends say, hey, you know, I'm a musician. Can I, you know, do some music for you? And so I think we might have some fun with that next year as well. Um, adding totally. in some of that. Get some like transition and bumper music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've had a few folks reach out and be like, hey, and I was like, yes, please. So that's kind of awesome. But yeah, Jesse was great. And um, how we did that is that um, it was fun. I was like, you know, I was like, I love my favorite song in the entire world is Baby I'm a Star by Prince. The rest in peace, Prince. Ugh. I'm not going to go there. But anyway, um, you know, but that is my favorite song in the whole world. And I was like, and I was like, I like funk. I like something with a bottom with bass and all of that. And I want it to be upbeat. And so, you know, and I think I gave him a few more songs and um, we went back and forth and, you know, talked about what the podcast was about. And he created, you know, some different um you know, lines for me to listen to some melodies and stuff. And, and then we, you know, iterated a little bit more. And I think I actually said to him, it needs more bottom. <laughs> and so, and so we like put, turn up the funk. Yeah. Yeah. Turn up the funk for sure. And, uh, and so that's how we came to that. And so that's been, um, our intro and outro music, um, for all year, which has been amazing. And then my beautiful friend, who's also a musician, um, who's worked with me on Microsoft events and is a brilliant, you know, web designer, partner manager, all of that stuff. Um, Julia Francis. And, um, she is the voice, uh, of the intro who intros the podcast. And she did that for us. And, you know, she's, uh, yeah, I met her years ago in Seattle as a theater person and we did shows together and, um, and did a lot of acting and fun stuff together. And so she's great. And uh, if you're in the Seattle area, she plays all the time um, out at many, many venues. Uh, Julia Francis is terrific. So you should check her out too. Um, yeah. So we've had a lot of really fun, you know, collaborations with people too, you know, trying to bumbling around a little bit and being like, who should do that? And maybe who would do that, you know, and, you know, things, some, some things, you know, you know, pay people for their good work and all of that. And then as Annalise tries to get everything free as she can, you know, <laughs> to keep the costs <laughs> down. Um, and then I love free stuff. Well, totally. Right. Um, then that sort of leads the conversation into, you know, money and sponsorships. And so like at this point, you know, we don't make any money on the podcast. You know, it's it's not something that we get paid to do. It's something that um, is about brand building and sharing beautiful information out in the world and and something that we're passionate about. And um, the big topic around, you know, at work, it was definitely how to monetize and sponsorship mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. We've been talking about it a bit, but we haven't really gone down that path so much yet. You know, I think... Right. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, advertising within podcasts is still in its infancy. Yeah. Like there's, um, I can't remember what they called it, but it was when the, the ads were inserted, inserted automatically into someone's podcasts, mm -hmm. oh, um, huh, which like I had never noticed before, Yeah. but then like I was li listen started listening to a new podcast and I was like, oh my God, that one is like the volume's louder, like it has nothing to do with the topic of the podcast. Like it was like listening to the radio and I'm like, I'm not going to stop listening to this podcast yeah, right. because of that. 
Yeah. Well, it's like all of a sudden, it's like those car commercials, right? Where they're like talking along and they're like, and you've been good for free. Yeah. And, and then it's the fine print where they're like, and you're just like, okay, I want my want to vomit. It just is making me yeah. crazy. Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's like we've been, you know, definitely like spoiled by, you know, streaming services like Netflix where there's no commercials or YouTube skip this ad in 10 seconds, you know, right. like, yeah. and so for me, when I hear an ad in a podcast, as I said earlier, it's like, it's a very, you know, it's like, it's like reading a book for me. It's a yeah. very, I'm very in it. Yeah. And so when it gets broken by, you know, sloppy or kind of out of place advertising, yeah. I'm like, uh, done. Yeah. Like hanging up the phone, like not going to do it yeah. because it just breaks that experience for me. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I think the ones that are, I feel are most successful as well. I know uh, Weed and Grub does this, you know, Donald Miller does it, I've some other ones, like, it's that the person who is the host actually does the ad. Yeah, the host reads. The yes. host reads, and I really, and I appreciate those. It won, you know, like, this is not like, you know, go buy this car salesman, cringy <laughs> yeah. stuff going on. It's just like, hey, you know, these people help me do this thing that I love to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's kind of what it's about, right? Is that someone's yeah. helping you do what you do well by, you know, supporting you. And we've had, a you know, uh, one of our guests, you know, Alan Campbell, who has a beautiful uh, winery, Kemlo Cellars, who's a photographer, you know, we've talked about some of the sort of sponsorship stuff and, and which we, we haven't, you know, gotten, gotten, you know, down to the skinny on it yet. And I've had a couple other people approach me on it. And, you know, I think for us, it's, you know, I'm not opposed to doing advertising. I think, you know, I was talking to Jason about this a little bit and some other folks, you know, it's like there's like the pre-placement of something in front. There's the in in pod, you know, moment. And then there's the, you know, outro as well. So there's like three places, right, where you could actually drop an ad in. And um, there, there's some pretty cool uh, metrics and stuff. And maybe we'll put that uh, link in the show notes of a couple of articles about, you know, what things should cost and, and how to, you know, set up something like that so that if somebody asks you, you know, Hey, can I sponsor your podcast? You could be like, sure. And what do you need, you know, or what do you want or what would it be? And not to over commit, you know, there's no 60 second spot. You know what I mean? Like there's no, right. <laughs> there's, right. you oh, know, God, no. yeah, yeah. Like, please no, you know? So it's like, it's going to be short, sweet to the point. And, and in the, in the back end of the podcasts too, it's like, you know, being able to, you know, thank people and, you know, like call out, you know, who does your music and who, you know, that kind of stuff is important, I think as well. And, um, one last thing, and then, and then I'll, I'll, I'll bring us to our, our close, um, was, uh, the, there was a conversation happening, um, on uh twitter about uh what uh, it, um joanna klein was asking who's another mvp in in my community and she was talking about do you fast forward um the beginnings of podcasts and or do you listen to them at a different speed which i thought was an interesting question um and i i i listen to podcasts at regular speed or just one up depending mostly regular because i love people's voices but i think with audible when i'm listening to a book i do tend to do 1.25x um depending though you know so it's interesting thinking about if if people get to know your show will they skip over part of it to get to the meat or not you know i don't know right how about you what do you do Oh, I listen to it. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, I'm like one of those people who like, you know, 
if I go to a movie or, or read a, pick up a new book and no matter how horrible it is, mm. I will finish it. <laughs> like I will, I have to hear the whole thing and like, yeah. you know, so it's, so I'll, I'll go through, it's the ones that I will not miss listen to another episode yeah. if it is excessive. Like if it is like getting into it, it's like, yeah, okay, takes forever. got it. Like I appreciate the ones. So some of the longer form ones where they're telling one story throughout, you know, multiple episodes. Mm. It's like I love it that a lot of them don't do the recap. Yeah, it's like this is a podcast. Like yeah. I'm binging on this. Right, right. I don't need a recap. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, and I think it may play into if it's a something like serial or one of those other ones, you know, yeah. that you're, you're going into and, but, but for, yeah, I think for the most part we're, we're, we're binging and I, well, on Amazon prime, for example, or, or Netflix, like I do tend to skip the intro, skip you know, intro, yeah. yeah. Cause I've seen it before, you know, um, and I want to get to the meat of it, but yeah, with podcasts, I feel like I like the whole thing is about the voices and, um, listening to folks and then also, you know, who knows, they might change it up and then you've missed something, right? Like, I don't know, maybe right. they're doing a promotion that well, And it's not as controlled <laughs> as it is with, you know, like Netflix or whatever. Mm. It's like, it doesn't, you, you know, your episodes aren't tabbed where the open intro right. begins and ends, yeah. you know? So like you're skipping like, oh, wait, no, I've gone into the actual episode. Like, yeah. Where do you listen? I listen on, on the Apple podcasts on my phone for the most part. Yes, I do too. Yeah. I mean, I, and I do Spotify sometimes. It depends. Um, just because See, I, I don't pay for Spotify. Oh, so okay. Don't yeah, do yeah, yeah. I like Spotify. So yeah, sometimes I'll listen to it there. It depends. Um, yeah, it's super fun. So lots of great technology and all of that. And, you know, and, you know, the, the branding of things and what technology you use and, you know, all of those things play into this. And, and hopefully, you know, we shared some things that, um, maybe, you know, you haven't gotten your fingers on yet. And, uh, can can help you with your podcasting and all of that if you're starting one and um if you have any great suggestions on things that you use and want to share those um on any of the you know comments and social media please let us know and we'll can you know continue to put that kind of stuff out and up um on pages as well um but yeah and i you know annalise happy anniversary yeah happy anniversary <laughs> to you lady <laughs> and thank you so much for producing this podcast um i couldn't do it without you so i just thank you so much i it, i'm not i'm Welcome. not gonna cry okay i mean i gotta call myself a podcast producer now that's hella fancy <laughs> i like it that's awesome. i love your i love your californian terms grom hella it's so good it makes me so happy <laughs> I, i'm midwestern californian now but uh you know but it's great i love it uh so everybody um we just, we just hit one hour so we got to cut this we got to cut this <laughs> so off. much cutting yes so much cutting so anyway um again truly thank you to all the colleagues and friends and family um and 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 people we don't know and people i don't know listeners um guests um everybody who's answered questions along the way to help us do this and um given us some great tips and and been guests on our show and to jesse case for the beautiful music and julia francis for her lovely voiceover and you know uh, mary jane and mike uh, introducing us to jesse and you know so many people have um been so helpful with this and it's been a real pleasure uh to bring this content to you and to the world so we're gonna keep going and one thing we are gonna do that i'll tell you right now if you've stayed with us this long is that we are going to take a little bit of a hiatus 
um, coming into the holidays. And so we're going to take that time to do a bunch of interviews and work on some of the things that we learned from Work It. Um, and so this will be the last podcast of the year on our anniversary. We're going to take a hiatus while we go into the holidays. So if you're listening and haven't heard the 50, how many, six, seven, something like that. This is 59, I think. 59. Okay. Uh, the 59 episodes that we have up, do check them out because uh, you'll hear the progression as well of how we're learning and changing things along the way. Annalise, you're amazing. Thank you so much for being on today. I, I'm so, I can't believe I got her to do this. I'm so happy. <laughs> It's only because there's no camera. Well, fair enough. Well, you know, everyone, that has been another and our one year anniversary episode of Mavens Do It Better. Here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere. Thank you. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.